Arrested Development, Full House, Gilmore Girls, The Magic School Bus, Queer Eye, Mystery Science Theater 3000, Spy Kids. What do all these have in common? All of them were once considered dead before Netflix breathed new life into their lungs. Yep, we've got one more piece of Spy Kids media to talk about before we put this franchise to rest. But this time, things are a bit different. There's no Robert Rodriguez, none of the original cast, and instead of a feature-length live-action movie, it's a 22-minute animated streaming television show. We watched the first two episodes of Spy Kids Mission Critical, and we're going to talk about it on Purely Nostalgia. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the stuff that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, or sometimes we watch modern cartoons inspired by the movies we liked as kids. Uh, my name is Eli Beef Piston Smith. And I'm Clint Rat Poison Page. Clint, Rat Poison Page. <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I just got back from vacation at the beach. Oh, lucky you. You just you when did you get back? Uh yesterday. And I'm very tan. Oh, wow. My hair is very blonde. I'm mm. I'm looking very handsome, I would say. Now, I don't know if a lot of these users know this about you, or listeners, not mm-hmm. users. But oh. You're a, you're a tattoo boy. Uh, yeah, I am. Tell us about your tattoos. What? Ugh. I have a shark tattoo, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I have a tree tattoo on my arm. Um, okay. The shark tattoo, the his, name, his name's Leon. He okay. was having a great time just kind of being in the ocean this week. That's what I wanted to know. I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, you weren't attacked by any other sharks that saw Leon in the water and um, decided to challenge him. No, Leon is very small. So, like, I mm-hmm. think he actually probably protected me from the other sharks because nobody's going to, like, no, none of them sharks are going to bite my legs when they just see, like, a very small, like, six-inch long shark swimming around. They're going to be like, oh, look, a baby shark. Or or they'll be like, uh, we can't take these legs. That that little shark's got them. And that little shark's already. Yeah, that's <laughs> he looks like he needs them because he's very small. <laughs> it would have been one or the other because um, it would have been that they would have attacked it and just seen him as a food source, or they would mm-hmm. have seen that he's already claimed dominance over your body, yeah. and um, you are now one with the sea. Right, and they just. So I'm glad to know it was the latter. Small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great, it was just a great time. I was there with my family. Um, mm-hmm. We watched Jaws while we were there at the, great we, movie. we were at New Smyrna Beach, which is the, the shark attack capital of the world, or so people nice. say. And we watched Jaws while we were there, which was a great idea because then we were terrified to go into the water after that. Because yeah, that's the whole point. Because a very large shark eats people in like three foot deep water in that movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's mm-hmm. a good movie though. Um, well, I'm glad that you got to go on your vacation, Beef Piston, uh-huh. um, because next week I get to go on my vacation. Where is that? I'm going to Disney World. Yes. Oh, with man. With my whole family. The, the, that is like the place where dreams are made of? Is that what they say? <laughs> yes. And let me tell you, it's been a few years since I've been to Disney World, so I'm pumped about that by, in and of itself. But... Mm-hmm. What I'm most excited about is that I'm we're flying down there. Are you? And this will be my first time on an aeroplane. You know what I got to say to that? What? Oh, please no. I hope I'm, that I'm doesn't li- happen. I, 
This was my first time on an airplane, and I had a stress dream last night about an airplane. Uh-huh. Wait, and, wait, um, wait, wait. Let me back up. Did you just mm-hmm. say this is your first time on an airplane? This is my first time on an airplane I've never flown before. I'm 23, and I've never been up in the air before. That's crazy. Okay, go on. Tell me about your dream. Well, um, it was... It was a plane, but it was divided up, kind of like Cracker Barrel. Um, sure. Because there was a smoking and non-smoking section. Sure, like Cracker Barrel. Like Cracker Barrel. And um, I was in the non-smoking section, of course, but across the aisle, there was a man. Uh, he was in the non-smoking section, but he wanted to be in the smoking section, and he was really mm-hmm. mad about that. And so he yeah. kept looking over at me and saying, don't tell anybody, and then would, like, smoke. <laughs> and uh, it made me, like, really anxious in my dream. So I'm just hoping that doesn't happen now on the plane when, yeah. you know, I hope the non-smokers are in the non-smoking section and the smokers, you know, end up in their correct section. Let me tell you, that sounds just like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I ate at Cracker Barrel yesterday on the way back from the beach. I love um, Cracker Barrel. It's a Not great a place. Not a sponsor yet. We're coming yet. for you, Cracker Barrel. Um, While I was... At the beach, um, my two-year-old niece was there, and so I did get to watch a, a lot of Daniel Tiger, and so ah, yes. I was just wanting to give a quick update on my thoughts on Daniel Tiger, because Let's we probably him. won't do a full episode on Daniel Tiger, but like, <laughs> we probably could, <laughs> because- This is our one mini thing, episode for Daniel Tiger. I had She loves Daniel Tiger, and she also loves Peppa Pig. Um, Peppa, Peppa Pig, Pig I think she loves more than Daniel Tiger, and Peppa Pig's thing is she's just a British pig. Mm-hmm. Daniel Tiger is an American tiger, and <laughs> he I didn't meow, meow. realize that Daniel Tiger was a spinoff of Mr. Rogers until this week. Um, yeah. yeah, he is. He was one of the little puppets in Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. and they live in a world that's just like some people are animals, but some mm-hmm. people are people. Yeah. And it's very interesting because like, you know, like shows like Arthur, like everybody's animals in that show. There's no people. Everyone's animals, yeah. But like the the animals and the people interact with each other and they don't even acknowledge the difference, which is like, that's great. Like, I mean, people are different and you can just interact Mm -hmm. with them and that's great. And there's a very like racially diverse cast of human Uh characters. And, (laughs) And then there's a lot of like animals who are just like humanoid animals. But it's like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what are they puppets? Because there were puppets in Mr. Rogers, and they were very small. But they're all the same size. Okay, tell me. They're cartoons. Oh, okay. That's Mm -hmm. like when you take pictures and you like draw a bunch of them and you put Mm -hmm. them together and it looks like they're moving. Exactly. See, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's just a bunch of moving pics. See, I wouldn't know what that is because we've been doing a podcast about kids' movies, and this is mm. the first time we've covered anything that was animated. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I also let's see your your niece is how old? Two. She's two. So she likes Peppa Pig mm-hmm. and Daniel Tiger. Loves Peppa. Loves Daniel. Two great she... role models. What mm-hmm. about Paw Patrol? Does she watch Paw Patrol? I don't think I know who Paw Patrol is. No, not Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Papa Troll, like Papa Smurf. <laughs> Paw Patrol. Uh, no, I, I don't know. She might. I'm familiar with that only by name. Can you tell me about Paw Patrol? It's, um, well, I only know this because I have a niece as well. She's one and a half, almost two. Maybe and, we could get our um, nieces as guests on one episode. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Mine can count. 
Um, and and mine calls me Allah. <laughs> mine calls me can't. Um, but I also have my fiance has two nieces and they're four, two twins, and mm-hmm. um, that's how that's my how I got my exposure to Paw Patrol in the first place. And they're like dogs and cats, and I think they're like police and firemen or something like that. Okay. What about PJ Mask? You uh, no, I'm familiar again with it only by name. PJ Mask is actually pretty entertaining. Not gonna lie, they're little kid superheroes. That's how I felt about uh, Daniel Tiger. Like as I as I was watching it this week, I just like I was like mm, I kind of like this. Like is, is it okay for me to like this? I kind of like. I think it. it is. It's just kind. It's tame, and it's you know like if you want to fall asleep, you put on some Daniel Tiger. It. And it sure will calm the really, kids down. It teaches really good lessons. Like this one, he always like sings little songs about like uh-huh. how to live your life. And this one was like, if you can't get your way, stomp three times, stomp, 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 and make yourself feel better. And like, that's like, <laughs> I I don't know. I guess that's a good lesson to teach a child. But like, what yeah. if they just like are stomping nonstop and just like, yeah, they, kids do that already. I mean, that's not a great look for a kid. They do. But uh, one thing I liked is that every time they sing the song, th- they mm. sing it in a different key, which felt intentional to me. Like every time a character sings that little song, they would sing it in a different key. Like I'm wondering if that's supposed to make it stick better in the kid's memory or Maybe. what. Or but, that different kids can sing in different keys. So it's like find the key that works for you, kids. Right. Yeah, good move. Good that's move, beautiful, Daniel Tiger. Actually. Hey, good, good show. Good job, Daniel Tiger. That was our Daniel Tiger episode. Skinath for listening. Skinath for uh, now um, we need to move on to the uh, the real subject matter of this sode. We do. Clint, tell them, tell them why we're so sad today. As many of you know, we started out this podcast with Spy Kids. And now we are coming to the end of our six-part Spy Kids series. And so we just wanted to thank you for sticking with us with... Um, what was, by all means, a very difficult uh, series to get through, especially towards the end. So thank you for putting up with us, and um, hopefully next week and in the future, we'll, we'll be able to cover something good. So, um, all right, that's, that's the end of my obituary for our Spy Kids series. Spy Kids is over. Thank God. <laughs> I never thought I would say that, to be completely honest with you, but I'm tired of Spy Kids subject matter. You never thought you would say that? I can't tell you that I never thought I would say that. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. I guess it's, be- it's because it's just been such a while since I've revisited it that I, I was like, ah, I'll be fine. But no, I w- I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah, I'm gone. You would, I'm sick and tired you, of Spy Kids. You would think that two, um, two weeks between each episode would be enough to, like, be like okay i'm ready for the next one but like yeah um i'm kind of I'm no, that ready. wasn't a good palate cleanser i'm ready for it to be gone i'm ready to talk about max keeble's big move which will be mm. coming out in two weeks but we'll talk about that at the end of the episode we still got to talk about the last bit of subject matter from the spy kids universe mm-hmm. which um, is spy kids mission critical mission critical okay <laughs> Um, so Clint, what was your experience with this one as a kid? No, uh, none. Yeah, me too. I almost said nut. <laughs> nut. 
Yeah, um, this is brand new. It just came out like three weeks ago, I think. Um, it's yeah, a Netflix really original. New. And it's a cartoon. So that was like when we decided we were going to do a Spy Kids series, we didn't even know that this existed. As we announced it, like when we announced our presence, our, our the existence of our podcast to social media is when they announced that this series was coming. And we were like, wow, God really yeah. wants us to do a podcast <laughs> about Spy Kids because he made new Spy Kids material just and, for us. And, Thank you, and God. And we realized that, yeah, we've realized it's just so he could test our patience. That's really... <laughs> All that it all that it amounted to was that he wanted to test us. The other Spy Kids movies were made by Roger Robert Rodriguez. This was made by God himself for us for purely nostalgia. Yep. Check the credits. Uh, yeah. Check them. It says God. <laughs> it's like that Christian movie that has God oh, yeah. as a producer, <laughs> the executive or producer, <laughs> <laughs> the executive producer of Spy Kids Mission God. Critical was God. He directed every episode. Um, the head writer. Um, mm-hmm. And it shows because I'm going to tell you what I think about Spy Kids Mission Critical, Clint. Are you okay. ready? Okay. I think it's okay. Yeah, I agree with you on the fact that it's it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It, it felt very um, animation wise felt very similar to Daniel Tiger. <laughs> yeah, you? sort of. And and um, another Disney original movie or uh, series, uh, mm-hmm. Elena of Avalor. Have you heard of that? Uh yeah, I've heard of it. Okay. It's a um, it's got some thing, of the right? same cast um as um Elena of Avalor. Ah, but um, I'm pretty that. sure it was animated by the same group. Okay. Well, um yeah, I mean, I didn't like I I went into this knowing like it's not for me. More than more so than mm. Spike Kids 4. I felt like Spike Kids 4 had a little bit of a responsibility to entertain me a little bit more cuz it was a new Spike Kids movie. But right. seeing this, I was like, you know, this is a Netflix original. This is clearly going to be for young children. And I feel like if me not like loving it doesn't mean that it's bad. And I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. And I think it's probably fine for kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, we'll get to our three um, critical questions at the very end. Yeah. I so, oops. Hmm. Oopsied. Oops. Oopsie oops. Oops. I answered him already. Oopsies. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, one thing that I semi appreciated about this is that it wasn't paying lip service at all to the original Spy Kids series. No, it's pretty different. A hundred percent different. Mm-hmm. And um like to the point where, you know, a lot of the people from the original Spy Kids series were kind of distancing so- themselves from this because they're like, We want you to know that this is not connected to it at all. It's really the last Jedi of Star Wars. <laughs> oh <laughs> if yeah. If you think yeah. about it. Yeah. It's like looking forward looking no say goodbye to the past this is not your <laughs> this mm-hmm. is not your older brother's spy kids this is yeah, your this is not your children <laughs> i hate you we'll talk about that movie someday oh uh, but um yeah what did you think first and foremost before we get to like impressions what did you think of the animation style um i thought it was okay <laughs> yeah it was i thought it wasn't great I thought the the set um, design. I don't know if that's the right term for animation, but like yeah, the environments were kind of lazy. Um, very. They were very very barren and blank. But that's mm-hmm. okay, I guess. the 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 characters I thought looked fine. I thought the design was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean it, the the way it's designed, it's not it's not two D animation, and I wouldn't even say it's 
3D animation? What would you call this? Well, it's it's the new style of 3D animation because it's it's like not what you and I remember from like Jimmy Neutron, but mm-hmm. that's I feel like that's the style that you see more of these days with 3D animated cartoons. I can't For kids. put my finger on the yeah, on the difference, but uh it's just a little bit it's a little know. cheaper, I think. I think it's cheaper than traditional like Pixar 3D animation. <laughs> it is certainly cheaper than Pixar animation. Well, yeah, but I mean, like you can even tell with the quality. It's like it's a little yeah. downgraded. It kind of looks like to me, uh, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker on GameCube. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can give you that. That yeah, cel shaded li- stuff, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very all. Everything's always like really rounded and mm-hmm. kind of puffy looking. Mm-hmm. That's really the best way I can describe it. Yeah, I would say it looks better than most of the CG in Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Oh, yes. Better than any of the CG. I think we can agree upon the fact that out of all of the Spy Kids movies and Sharkboy and Lava Girl, this is the cleanest looking one. Yeah, I would say so. Even though it's animated, you know, but it is the cleanest looking, um, you know, piece of subject matter from all of these. Sure, but it is not responsible for combining live action elements with animated elements, which is the most challenging part of something right, like right. Sharkboy and Lava Girl. But yeah, I mean, I think it looks the best <laughs> of anything Spy Kids, I would say, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is not like, of course it does, because it's a cartoon. But right, of course. Um, yeah, so I think we can. Uh, do you have any other first impressions before we kind of start diving in? Yes. Um, I initially was kind of like taken aback by how, at first, how different it was mm-hmm. from the original Spy Kids series. Like how upfront they were like, "Hey, this is a, an entirely different thing." Yes, you know, this is not like right I said front. earlier, not playing lip service to the old Spy Kids series. Has a little bit of that classic Ro- uh, Robert Rodriguez flair to it, but it's incredibly different. And, you know, just an entirely different thing altogether. As it should be, because it's a different medium. Mm-hmm. It's a it's yes. a different audience. Um, it's it's it, it, what, what it was, it's, it's using similarities of the Spy Kids characters and the Spy Kids name, but an entirely different, you know, mode, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that is a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. If Absolutely. It had been, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get into talking about that a little bit more in just a minute. But first, a quick word from one of our sponsors. This week's episode is brought to you by an exciting new sponsor. Eli and I are a couple of Southern boys, so we sure do love our pickup trucks. That's why the new 2019 Chevrolet Silverado has it all. With increased towing capacity, a sleek leather interior, and the ruggedness that's synonymous with the Chevrolet name, this truck has it all. So that's why you should take it on down to your local Ruby Tuesdays. For a limited time, try our family pasta bundle, feeding up to 10 people for just $40. So grab your eating pants and saddle up to the endless garden bar at America's most underrated slop shop. Tell them Clint sent you. All right, so we watched episodes one and two of Spy Kids Mission Critical for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to go into it with the question in my mind, and I didn't communicate this to you, uh, but oh boy. I, was, I was thinking, like, is this going to make me want to watch episode three by the time I finished? Okay, and, that's fair. Um, 
I would say I kind of did want to watch episode three. I do too. But I'm not probably not going to. (laughs) No. No, no, no. I wouldn't watch it alone like I did last night. No. But, like, I kind of wish I had kids so I could be like, hey, watch this. (laughs) Hey, like, hey, let's, I know what we can do. We can watch my kids Mission Critical again. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's why I wish I had kids. That's why so, I think I'm ready for kids. So I yeah, I think I think I'm ready. Are are you serious? You're telling me right now? You're ready? Yeah, you don't exactly sound excited like I No, kinda... no, 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 I I'm excited. It's just I I didn't This know. is exactly how I thought this was going to go down. Uh, this no, is... I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's going to be great. They will be beautiful. All three of them. You are so predictable. Uh, what does that mean? You are such a child. I am. I am you, not a child. You're not ready to be a father anyway. You know what? I don't oh, even. Well, I'm kidding. I, I. I was kidding. I don't want kids. Okay. I, I don't even. I'm not ready. Glad we're never will glad be. You're telling me this on the air. Yeah. You know. Whatever. Anyway, so, we still so got to finish kids mission critical. We still yeah. got to finish this episode. So we'll talk about this later. <sighs> okay. Anyway, Spy Kids Mission Critical. So one thing that I forgot to mention in um, Spy Kids 4 was that it was done originally and only specifically as a favor for a person. Whoa. And I think I mentioned that to you. Um, It's kind of a touchy subject, and I don't want to trivialize it at all, but it was done as a favor for Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that is very interesting to note. Yeah, because it it was produced in conjunction with the Weinstein Company. All of the Spy Kids movies were produced in conjunction with the the Weinstein Company. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, they weren't great movies, they made a lot of money for the Weinstein Company. Yeah. And um, so this last one was like Harvey Weinstein, um, you know, asking Robert Rodriguez a favor to make him some more money. But um, back to Spy Kids Mission Critical... Um, originally, Harvey Weinstein and the Weinstein Company were on the ticket to produce this movie. Okay. Ori- originally, and then the scandal came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harvey stepped down from the Weinstein Company. His brother was heading it up, and then the company went belly up, and so they just cut ties with the Weinstein Company altogether. So this was produced in solely from Rod- Robert Rodriguez's production company and Netflix. Wow. So that's kind of the biggest thing. But Roger, that, but Robert himself was not creatively involved at all, right? Uh, he had some writing credits, I think. Probably just like based on characters by Robert. Rodriguez based on characters, or, or like based whatever. on an idea by yeah. Robert Rodriguez. It's the IP. It's his IP. I so. mean, it, it definitely doesn't feel like Robert Rodriguez in any, in any way at all. But oh no no no, it's much brighter. <laughs> Episode one, we kind of get introduced to, it it really just kind of sets up what the show is going to be. So the bad guys are uh, called Swamp. Swamp. (laughs) Do you remember what that stands for? (laughs) Which stands for uh, Sinister Wrongdoers Against Mankind's Preservation. Swamp. Mm -hmm. Which is a good name for a bad guy organization. I don't really know that it is, though, because it feels like they started with Swamp and were like, let's figure out how we can make... Swamp work as an acronym. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind They're of like, like, what should the acronym be? How about Swamp? All right, <laughs> let's write something around that. Why did they start with Swamp? Because Sinister Wrongdoers Against Man. Like, none of that, they did not 
start with that. They started with the word swamp, and they were like sinister. Who's against mankind's preservation? Yeah, sinister wrongdoers is a little redundant, in my opinion. Now, these were the thoughts going through my head before I I was introduced to the villain of of this series. And I think it kind of works because the villain is the golden brain. Um, Yes. He is one of the brains that the OSS created. Uh, Um, Professor Golden Brain. Yes. Yeah, yeah, his name is Professor Goldenbrain. Sorry, I forgot no, his name. No, no, well, it's Dr. Professor Goldenbrain. Okay. I'm just going to call him Goldenbrain. That is his name. There was no professor. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. Well, I feel stupid. That shows... <laughs> you should be. You sounded so confident. That shows how passionate I am about Spy Kids Mission Critical. You just... Hey, do the laughing button. Do the laughing button, but at yourself. Okay, this is at me. Oh, everyone stop laughing. No. <laughs> stop it, guys. Uh, I tried, stupid I'm idiot. trying my best here. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, Golden Brain is one of the brains. It, I guess they were the same ones from like Spy Kids One, right? And I from, guess I couldn't really tell if it was supposed to be the same thing. I don't know why it wouldn't be though. This the OSS has this history of making little artificial intelligence brains. <laughs> and yeah, they made one that's gold and it can't be destroyed. <laughs> it's and like the uh, the main brain. The they main brain. Feed- it's like the main hard drive that feeds into these smaller hard drives, I mm-hmm. guess. So, yeah, it 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 became a supervillain that, and it's kind of a cool concept because yeah. basically he he he's knows Ultron. everything. He's Ultron. <laughs> he kind of is yeah. Ultron. Well, um, he said cybernetic body, which I'm pretty sure is exactly what Ultron described himself as. Yeah, in Age of Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> yeah, it's totally Ultron, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's 100. I thought it, I was like, "Good job, Spike is Mission Critical. You did a really good job making a really original villain that's going to work really well for the series." And then it's just mm-hmm. Ultron. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's he. The reason he's such a threat is because he knows everything about the OSS because he was programmed to know everything about the OSS. Before he knows he all where sentient. all the spies are. He knows all their uh, patented moves. Mm-hmm. He, he like they're able to predict what they're gonna do next because apparently the OSS is um, very predictable if you know the inner workings, right? And so what this serves to do is, and we haven't talked about Carmen and Junie or any of the other characters yet, but this will mm-hmm. help us kind of move into that. What this serves to do is it lets them kind of start fresh because since he knows all of the spies in the OSS. Um, they all just have to go into hiding because he basically like destroys their headquarters, and, yeah. Um, and they have to all go into hiding, and then uh, the 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 parents Gregorio and oh, Ingrid, Ingrid, <laughs> uh, are like, you know, uh, we're just gonna need new spies because all of our old spies um, we can't use right can't now. Can't use them. So use them. they're gonna train a whole new generation of spies, and that's what this show is gonna be about. So, Which I liked that concept, by yeah. the way. Yeah, it's good. I did like that. Like I said, Last Jedi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Out with the old and with the new. In with the new. Get them out of here. And it's these kids. Uh, so Carmen and Junie are going to be going to Spy Academy to learn yeah. how to be spies. They know that their parents are spies. They know that. They There's know no that. surprise. Yeah. <laughs> what if they like did that whole origin again? <laughs> like... <laughs> They had to like find out what our spy- our parents are spies. They're not cool enough. They're like, not cool enough. That would take an entire episode. Like Peter Parker and Uncle Ben. Like every yeah, time there's a Spider Man. Yeah, every <laughs> Spider Man series. 
except kills for... off Uncle Ben immediately. Except it, for the new one. Yeah. I mean, really, it's just the two. So, like, really, yeah. it's not that big a deal. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's the setup. Carmen and Junie, um, the they look pretty much like they did in the movies. Um, Very they look a similar. little bit. I think Junie looks a little bit older, and I think Carmen yeah. looks a little bit younger. <laughs> yeah, they look closer in age, mm-hmm. for sure. Carmen, age-wise, is supposed to be going into her um, freshman year of high school. Okay. And I think Junie is in middle school. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So I guess this is between Spy Kids... Is it after Spy Kids 3? It can't be because Junie left the OSS, right? It's got to be right. between two and three. No, he left. Opinion, it's got to be between it, one and two. It's completely unrelated, is what it is. Yeah, it's its own timeline. It's an it's a completely new original timeline to the fact where, um, we'll touch on this early, earlier. Floop is still a villain. So, well, that's yeah, how. I I interpret that interpreted that as the writers just not really being very uh careful with their spy kids lore <laughs> because they were they they do refer refer to floop as a villain several times and i was like i, I mean super like, villain they call him a super villain yeah they've made peace with him like he's he's good now <laughs> spy kids 2 mm-hmm. they like team up with him so yeah and spy kids 3 mm-hmm. he yeah, helps them true. out yeah so um strange but yeah so i guess this really doesn't have any place in the spy kids timeline which is kind of a bummer i guess at first, I kind of thought like maybe this is gonna be building up to the the little schism that seems to have happened between Carmen and Junie before That'd Spike be cool. Kids four. <laughs> but and then I, as I was having those thoughts, and I was like, I, I was like, oh man, somebody needs to pull me out of here. I'm getting in, I'm getting too into this. Getting too invested into this <laughs> because I got excited about Spike Kids Mission Critical. Wow. I was like, this could be such a cool setup for Spike It's 4. Uh, no, 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 no. No, we don't need to spe- set up Spike It's 4. <laughs> Let's throw some cold water on that real quick. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's the general setup. And uh, G- Carmen and Junior are also in charge of this new Spike It's initiative, I guess, called Mission Critical, mm-hmm. which is just a team of junior spies, I guess, that are supposed to stop Swamp. Yeah, they're sp- and Golden Brain. Mm-hmm. So, so well, he's over Swamp, right? Yeah, he is Swamp. He created Swamp. I kind of viewed the uh, bad guys as kind of the, like the henchmen as the face of Swamp, mm-hmm. and then Golden Brain's just kind of out doing his own thing. Yeah. So, so while we're talking about Golden Brain, okay. I've got to ask you this. Does he look familiar to you? Oh, 100%. What like, does he look like? He looks like the Egg King alien yes. from the Jimmy Neutron movie. I, I had the exact same thought. Like, whenever I, he popped up, I was like, oh, 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 It's like you almost get excited at first because you're like, is this in the same universe as Jimmy Neutron? Which, great movie, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great movie. Ooh, first movie, first movie I ever list. cried in. Put it on the list. First movie I ever cried Wait, in. Wait, okay, back up. Why? Because whenever, um, you know, they kidnap the parents mm-hmm. and uh, Jimmy and like Libby and Cindy find all their parents and they've been like brainwashed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're lining up in the line and Jimmy walks up to his dad and his mom and is like, hey, it's me, Jimmy. And they don't remember him. Uh-huh. That made me really sad as a kid. Mm, yeah. So Sounds I like you're a big baby. Point. I was a big baby. A big, a big doo-doo baby. But, Sounds like um, you're a big you know, doo-doo uh, baby. 
a little bit on a uh, on Golden Brain, you know who voices him, correct? I don't actually. So Tom Kenny. About... Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he voices who voices every other animated character. So that's <laughs> not surprising. Yeah, so SpongeBob, he's SpongeBob. The Kevin Bacon of animation. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I heard his voice, I was like, that's got to be Tom Kenny. And I looked, and it was. He also voices um, a lot of other characters in this. Okay. Yeah. Not but, a surprise. No. That dude is just like, his Google Calendar is just chock full of him just <laughs> walking around to different recording studios. And so, doing a voice. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, Golden Brain, kind of a good villain for, for yeah. this show. Um, He's goofy, but menacing. Not exactly what we've seen from other Spy Kids villains in other Spy no. Kids movies. What's his motivation? Not really sure, though. Well, he just I'll tell you what it is. He just take over the world? Okay. He's over the sinister wrongdoers against mankind's preservation, so he just wants... Oh, okay. And so he's evil for the sake of being evil, is what you're telling me. That is what I'm telling you. And in, when it's a kid's show, I think in a kid's cartoon like this, it's kind of okay... For, for the yeah. villain to oh, just yeah. say, yeah, I'm going to take over the world. In a movie, I want a little bit more than that. That's fair. For a, ki- for a kid, that's fine, because it doesn't need to be like, you know, I I was, they stole my lunch, and now I want to take over the world. It's just like, you know, that's his only motivation that he needs. I can I can get on board with that. Now, I do want to see the version where they stole his lunch, and so. Well, maybe made... that's episode three. Maybe, maybe. I'm not cutting them short. Maybe later on they do kind of delve into his, you know, beginnings as, now, a, as a brain. Who knows? Now, this is interesting because I wasn't going to bring this up until later, but I am going to go ahead and bring it up now. Hulu has already announced a series called Golden Brain Colon Origins. Are you, which no, is, you, no, they haven't. Yes, they have. I'm not kidding you. Are you serious? Of course I'm not serious, you idiot. Oh my god. I should I should have looked at the time. It's four twenty. I should have known that. It is four twenty. Happy four twenty, everyone. Happy four twenty, everyone. Kids don't do drugs. Um don't <laughs> please don't. Um I was gonna I was gonna be happy, actually. I wasn't gonna be mad. I can't believe that for one second you thought that Hulu was doing another well, show in the same universe. <laughs> as this Netflix show because you're honest and I trusted you my yeah. mistake I'm a good liar you're um, not you're no longer in my wedding I want to be your worst man though okay fine you can still be my worst man hooray um so the team the, they get a team <laughs> and mm-hmm. the first episode is, is mainly them putting together their team which yeah. is consists of some girl with green hair um Okay, let me talk about her for a second. Please do. Her name her name is Glitch. And she speaks in like teen vernacular, quote unquote teen vernacular. Mm-hmm. She's just like really hyperactive, runs around the place and is like selfie. Oh my gosh, totes adorbs. Mm-hmm. Instagram Tumblr. And I, that that character I guarantee you One, was written by a 65-year-old man. Three. Because yes. he's like oh, how does my granddaughter no. talk? Why? And then that's what he came up with was the character of Glitch. Yeah, she um, she was the weakest link of the team, I would say. I hope. I hope oh, that they kill her say? off. I was hoping you weren't going to say that. She's a little girl, Clint. And there needs to be some stakes to this animated series. Kill her off. Kill someone else off. Kill off Junie. <laughs> that would be a bold uh, move. Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, that would be a bold move. He's or kind of annoying in this, though. Yeah, he is. Uh, Parent death has been done too many times. 
I okay, think than child death and make it about <laughs> them. Spy kids, they're trying to they're trying to get to heaven now. <laughs> <laughs> Spy kids mission critical episode four. Trying to get to heaven. <laughs> to heaven. The first just three minutes. Going to church camp. <laughs> <laughs> what if oh. now we gotta watch the whole series just in case there's a church camp episode? <laughs> just in case they do a church camp episode and then they die and then Golden Brain's <laughs> like, now I have to stop them from getting to heaven. And so he kills himself. <laughs> and, and God's like, just, no, your work is not done. So he sends them back done. for episode. So he seven. sends them back, but they're in the body of a dog. And they have to redeem the time that they haven't spent with their children. Yes. And or or they're, they're snowmen. They are snowmen. He sends them back in time. It's like with, the, with Michael that Keaton hits classic frozen Jack, dad dead. Frozen, frozen dad. <laughs> frozen dad. And they're snowmen. We've, we've gone too far. <laughs> Reel it in. I do want to see the church camp episode of Spike. It's mission critical, though. And their worship leader is Christian Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a kid's show, so he can't cuss. He He just says, like, crap and stuff. (laughs) Oh, shoot. (laughs) What would Christian Deadpool be like, Eli? Let's let's play this out a little bit. Let's. He's like leading worship, pause. and then it freezes, and he's like, "Yeah, that's me." I bet you're wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> Six months earlier, we see Deadpool as a student at another Christian camp. <laughs> and Deadpool gets saved, and he's like, "But do I have to stop cussing?" And they're like, "Yes." Do I have to stop killing people? Yeah, Deadpool, you gotta stop killing people. Uh, let's let's play Christian Deadpool out a little bit. All <laughs> okay, right? I'll I'll be the youth pastor. Okay. All right, kids, we're gonna move into a time of worship now. Um, if you. Could... <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right, kids, it's me, Christian Deadpool. I've murdered your youth pastor, and now I'm gonna sing. Ah, uh, uh, this ready? is the kids screaming because you oh, just. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Billy. Oh no. All right. Ready for this? He just—he didn't gonna... kill Billy. He shot like the the ground in front of him. I want to make yeah. that clear. Deadpool, Christian Deadpool doesn't kill kids, but he killed the youth pastor. Right. Keep All going. Right, so here we go. I'm gonna pull this guitar out of my. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. I, I can't think of a. Oh. We raise our white flag. We surrender. All right, kids. Here's some uh, here's some chimichangas. <laughs> bang 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 bang. I bet you're wondering why my uh, why my suit's red, right, little kid? Yeah, why's your suit red, Deadpool? It's because I'm covered in the blood of the lamb, and then he cuts off his head. Yeah, and it just falls out, and all the kids are screaming. But mm-hmm. then he like the 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 microphone falls down, and it falls down in front of his mouth, which is laying on the ground now. And uh-huh. then he uh, he leads him in a word of prayer and. Um, and then the kids are saved. Yeah, all of them. That was... Yeah. Ugh. Wow. What a trip. That's Christian Deadpool. Um, and scene. Yeah. Right. So anyway, Spy Kids Mission Critical. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so episode one is them putting the team together. Uh, we talked about Green Hair Girl that you don't like. Which I, I despise. I hope they kill her all. Uh, too far. Ace Mate. <laughs> that was a good bit. <laughs> I thought that was... That was that made me laugh. When he's like, it was pretty funny. Mate. 
He's like, it, all right, Ace, mate. Let's. It's a solid running joke. So this guy's name is Ace, but he's Australian, and he always says, this, when he's saying his name, he's like, it's Ace, mate. And Junie thinks his name is Ace, mate. Ace, mate. But even when he's like, no, it's not Ace, mate. It's Ace, mate. So Junie's like, yeah, that's what I said, Ace, mate. It's a good bit. <laughs> it is a good bit. Um, But... He's a dreamy is, boy. Like, he's, a, he's a dream boy, and I dreamy. hate him because he's too strong. He, <laughs> well, we can't go here. <laughs> You're right. Um, he's not shark yeah. boy. He's not. He's not. Um, but uh, Carmen is in love with him, mm-hmm. so she wants him on the team automatically because he's a, he's a dreamboat, and he's very strong, and he's also Australian. He's a Literally strong dreamboat a- from Australia. He's the apex human being. He is perfect. Um, yeah, he's and, literally perfect. And Junie thinks he's um, too perfect. And I think later in the series, he's going to be like a double agent. So that's one oh, reason so? I want to keep watching. Yeah, that's what I think. I think I I think he'll be flawed. And he'll be like, later on in the series, he'll, he'll be like, my name's actually Cletus. Yeah, that's probably or what something will happen. Like that. Probably uh, will happen. Listeners, please someone watch every episode and tell me if Ace Mate tell becomes... Tell what happens. Uh, what happens with Ace Mate? Hmm. So, uh, and then there's Floop's daughter, Claudia. Would, would, yeah. Why would they problem. make Floop's daughter a character? Why would they make her Russian? Yeah. It's a weird choice. Yeah. Or was she French? She was Russian, I'm pretty sure. She was Russian, you think so? Okay. The The accent was not clear. Wait, um, Claudia's not a Russian name. <laughs> no, it's not. That's why I was like... Maybe she, she kind of French. just talked like deals. Yeah, that, so it's, it's like, like it was kind of something between French and Russian. It was kind of like Gru from Despicable Me. Yeah. He was just kind of an amalgamation of a lot of Eastern European accents. Just kind of basic foreign, you know? Yeah, he's basic foreign. But here's my problem with her What's um, your problem as with an existing character. Like I said earlier, and I'll say it again, they were not paying any lip service to the original Spy Kids series. Say it again. So why they were not paying any lip service to the original Spy Kids series? I didn't like her on there because it was like they almost expected the audience to know who Floop was. Yeah. Like, well, they should. Who he was. I mean, well, yeah, I, but I mean, you're allowed to reference little, things from the first Spy Kids movie. It would be a little confusing if you had no idea who he was. I think like, that's who's, dumb. Who's Fagin Floop? <laughs> were you in watching? Were you watching Star Wars uh, Attack of the Clones? And you're like, who's this Anakin guy? Why do they yes. keep talking about how he came from Tatooine? Mm-hmm. You, you can reference things from previous installments. That's fine too. Well, do. I mean, no, no, no. The reason I didn't like it for this is because at the beginning of the series, they like. They they almost were separating themselves completely from the original Spy Kids subject matter. And then they were like, wink, here's some other stuff. So, I don't know. I'll tell you why they included her, or why they made her Floop's daughter. I bet okay. she wasn't Floop's daughter originally, but she was just some Russian girl or French or uh-huh. whatever she is. But, and then they decided to make her Floop's daughter so that they could have a thumb thumb be in the show. Oh, okay. That That is probably a legitimate, you know, a, a le- legitimate choice that because there is a thumb thumb that's just kind of there and i'm all for that frankly yeah let's have that thumb thumb. i want that thumb thumb to be part of the show yeah and he just goes Mm -hmm. which is terrifying because that means that he has a mouth he has a mouth in there somewhere (laughs) (laughs) he has organs he's not just a robot he's just like (laughs) (laughs) it's It's honestly happened with floop Mm -hmm. so there's floop's daughter uh there's one more character which uh, flip they build him as a supervillain still. We've talked we've touched on that. Yeah. 
And then there's um Mr. or uh, what's his name? Awesome. Sir Awesome. Yeah. That is that the master of disguise kid? Yes. Yeah. Well, he's not the master of disguise kid. Yes, well, he is. He yes, says he is. he is, but he just he like puts he on is, a but mustache. He just puts on a couple of mustaches. Mm-hmm. And he's very he's this like uh you know, James Bond-esque kid. Mm-hmm. And he's from like he's got a British accent, but he's from Mumbai, I think is what they say. Uh-huh. Um, and he it, it's weird because in the second episode there's another master of disguise character, so they just uh-huh. like don't include like he this kid is in the episode, but just barely, you know. <laughs> but barely, it's like we can only have one master of disguise he per just episode in the background. So it's yeah. weird. I don't really get it, but yeah, he doesn't have a lot to do in either of these episodes. But uh, so, yeah, what do you think about his character, though? Um, I I don't think there's enough from him of him for me to judge. You know, like he doesn't. One thing he I do? didn't. I don't know. He just he's kind of just there to be like a show off. I think. Yeah, I guess that's what his role is, which is, yeah. it seems like Ace Mate is also that, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Anything else? That, well, okay, so they put the team together. Uh, they, they Carmen and Junior are fighting, but then they, like, team up to save the day because there's this, um, like, train. What? No, it's a bunch of trucks uh, mm-hmm. carrying stuff. <laughs> Why did they have to stop them again? Oh, it's all the They're... supplies that they got from OSS. Yes, um, yes. And they, they have to intercept it and get all that stuff back. And they save the day, yeah. and they learn how to do teamwork, and that's the part They learn how episode. to work as a team. That's the that's the big thing is that, like, what's the, the restaurant? I didn't understand the point of the restaurant. Are you talking about Taco Butt? I'm talking about Taco Butt. Are you talking about Taco Butt to me? Let's talk about Taco are you, Butt. Are you talking about Taco Butt to me right now? I'm, I'm talking about Taco Butt Taco right Butt now. is a restaurant that they work at for, like, one scene because their parents get mad at them for fighting, and so they're like, you can't be spies, so they have to work at a restaurant called Taco Butt for just a second. But Do then, they work? Do the, do the parents own Taco Butt? I guess so, or they know the owners or something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I just, I mean, Taco Butt rules. I like Taco Butt. That's a good joke. Good joke. Taco Butt. Um, Taco Butt. So that's the first episode. Ju- uh, Car- Carmen is all about strategy, with, and, and mm-hmm. Junie is all about cool spying and stuff. Yeah, cool and cool, cool costumes, fighting, kicking, combat skills, butt kicking. Yeah, which I didn't really. I feel like there's probably a better way to like show their conflict than having Junie just be all about like having cool code names and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't know because. It seems like Carmen is the one who's correct here, and Junie's just being a child. Oh, but... absolutely! It seems like Carmen's all about like let's let's plan. We can't fly off the seat of our pants, mm-hmm. you know. We and then Junie's like, well, we got some gadgets. Let's just go murder some people. Yeah. Um. So it, interesting setup, I guess. Um, we're almost an mm-hmm. hour in, so we should talk about episode two as well. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, I didn't. I thought episode two was, it seems like it was more supposed to be like, this is what the show is going to be, whereas the first episode was a, a pilot in the most traditional sense to yeah. set it up. Um, like, let's just pack everything in here. And in the second one, they're going to classes. So they go, uh, Carmen has a teacher and Junie has a teacher that they're both dealing with. Uh, Carmen's teacher is this master of disguise dude. who uh, This French guy. Yeah. He just, like, becomes different people. What was his name? I cannot remember. <laughs> I can't remember? remember his name either. There's to Tom Tom Kenny played him. I know that much. Of course he did. Um his name was Master of Disguise Teacher, I yeah. guess. And his his whole point with working with Carmen was like don't get distracted because mm-hmm. 
somebody who is not themselves will take advantage of you, I guess. Take I advantage guess so. of your distractedness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's like about... stay on your toes. Right. And whatever. Fine. That's that's, that's <laughs> the like very analytical version of what what was they were going for. Mm-hmm. And then Junie has this other teacher, which I couldn't even. Was it like a technology class that he was in? Yeah, he it was like a um a gadget class. Yeah, um, and he thinks he's gonna fail it, and so he, that's that's what he's afraid of because if he fails, he won't be able to lead mission critical. So yeah, what was what was the uh, the professor's name for that class? Clint, are you just gonna keep asking me characters' names that I don't know the? You don't answer remember to? his name? You don't remember his oh, name? Oh, do you know? Yes. What was Professor it? Professor Koop Kakake. Oh, stupid me for not remembering that. Oh, <laughs> dang, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, Koop Kakake. Koop Kakake. Uh... Yeah. Um, and he's just like this old dude that's like a mad scientist looking dude. Yeah, he's he's a German scientist, and um, he doesn't like the Cortezes because he taught Junie's mom, and Junie's mom was like apparently a bad student or something like that. Junie's mom has got it going, going on. on. Um, why do you think Gary and Gertie are not in this show? Great question. <laughs> that is a great question, and I thought about that. Yep. Why? They would be great. It it doesn't make sense that they're not in it. Um, it doesn't. Maybe they'll be there later. We have we've only seen maybe. two episodes. I won't be finding out <laughs> unless our listeners watch for us. Um, yeah, it seems like they should be in it, it because. Gary could have been the the ace mate character, except I don't want him gone. Except because ace mate is ace that, mate is that's funny. a good bit. I'm sorry, it's funny. And also, ace mate is afraid of birds. So ace mate fun. is afraid of birds, <laughs> and he snores very loud. He does snore very loud. With that, but they solved that problem with some earplugs. And oh no, they solve it with some some spray. Yeah, or like well, a, a it's pill. a thing he eats, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a pill that he takes, and it just like freezes his diaphragm or something like that <laughs> that sounds dangerous yeah kind of um, can't take deep breaths anymore so <laughs> in that second episode the way their uh, little plots come together at the end is Junie's going through this little gauntlet thing and yeah. carmen professor kupkake's gadget gauntlet yeah and uh carmen saves the day disguised as someone else and so like, which was Weird. She impresses her teacher, and Junie impresses his teacher, and hooray, they they win. They... Yeah, her teacher is a garbage can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a... And, yeah, funny joke. He's a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> Ace mate, though, that's a good joke. <laughs> you still think that's funny, Ace mate? I think that's a good joke. It is funny. Um, which episode did you like better out of the two? Second one. Okay. I think I liked the first one better. Oh, well, aren't we a couple of different boys? <laughs> yeah. Um, they were both, like, okay, though, and I think it seems like setting up to be a show that I would certainly allow my children to watch if you ever allow me to have them. Uh, just let me get settled to, in my job, okay? We don't have to talk about this right now. Um, we'll talk about this off the air, all right? So, um, yeah, overall, what do you think of this show? Overall, um, I'll be honest, when it first came on, I was like, nope, not for this. I don't, I don't want to watch this. And then I got to watching it and I was like, okay, this is kind of a charming little show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was very, you know, 
um, against it whenever I first saw kind of how how the direction they were going with it. And now it's like, yeah, you know, not bad. Yeah, it seems like um, I think the only way I would say you can make it better would be maybe to tone down some of the violence and try and aim it toward... No, listen, hear me out. (laughs) I'm not saying it was too violent. I'm saying tone down some of the violence and aim it toward a younger audience and make it more of like an educational preschool Oh, I see what you're saying. Make it Like Cyber Chase or something. Okay, make it less spy and more educational? Yeah, well... with, uh, With the spy theme... It could be, I mean, it doesn't necessarily, I don't know what kind of educational. Not everything can be Daniel Tiger, Eli. I just want everything to be Daniel Tiger, to be honest. Like, maybe they have to climb some wall, and it's like, oh, it's six feet high, but we only have a rope that's five feet long. And How do we get over, <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe, it, maybe <laughs> it's good the way it is. <laughs> Junie, we have to climb this six-foot wall, but we only have a rope that's five feet long. Aw, man, I wish I could just punch through the wall. Junie, we can't solve all our problems with punching. We have to sometimes use strategy. But I want to punch. Junie, don't you remember what Mom said? Eat your peas or I'll I'll spank your bottom. No, not that. Mom said you have to use strategy to get over walls. Yeah, Yeah. but do you remember... And then Carmen looks at the camera and she says, Can you say strategy? (laughs) And the word strategy pops up on the screen. And the kid says, "Be in." <laughs> Maybe it's just a it's word, a, a show to teach kids big words like strategy. She would look at the screen and say, "Can you say strategy in Spanish? Estrategia." And then <laughs> it could be the new door of the explorer. She'd stand there and blink at you, and then mm-hmm. you would have to say "estrategia." <laughs> and then Golden Golden Brain is walking up in the distance, but he's like, "Oh man!" And he runs away. Golden Brain, no Golden Braining. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Brain, no destroying the OSS. Aw, oh, man. I mean, you have to say that three times. <laughs> it's hey, just no. a bunch of kids trying to say it, but they're like, <laughs> Golden Brain, no destroying the OSS. <laughs> hey, do you remember when Swiper would get away with it? Yeah, he would sometimes, and it was very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, I said it, guys. Why weren't you putting forth your effort? <laughs> what I don't know what determined when he got it and when he didn't. Yeah, it's it's like, you know, in a group project, you put forth all your effort and everyone just kind of slacks. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt whenever I said swiper no swiping three times. But freaking Dora and Boots, <laughs> and don't even get me started on Diego, uh, they would just say it once and then act scared. Because you see, you, you hear like swiper's music. And you, like, see him on the screen before Dora even registers that he's there. And you're just like, swiper, no swiping, swiper, no swiping, swiper, no swiping. But Dora (laughs) hasn't even realized he's there yet. And it just feels like she's not really pulling her weight. She's not pulling her weight. She's kind of oblivious. And, hey, why aren't there guns in this world? Just shoot him. Well. Shoot swiper. Shoot him. Well. No, no, no. That's not an excuse. Well. Animator. Draw Dora with it with an M16 and just obliterate Swiper. Well, he's, Clint, he's just a menace. Well, he has no redeeming qualities. Well, Clint, what? It's not Fox season. Ah oh, man, it's Rabbit season. <laughs> Duck season. Uh, Spike is mission critical. <laughs> Should we put it through the gauntlet of our three questions? Before we put it through the gauntlet, okay. I do want to ask you this because I'm torn. Okay. Do you remember when we first 
started talking about Spy Kids Mission Critical, we were determining if it would be in the Spy Kids Pantheon. Oh, yeah. We were like, will this become canon? And I've made my decision. I have too. All right. You want to say it on the count of three? Yep. One, two, three. No. Oh, wow. It. I don't. I think it is good, but I don't think it should be in the Spy Kids, you know, pantheon just because it's it tried so hard to distance itself from that. Uh, but like, that doesn't mean it doesn't take place in the same universe or anything. I I think the timeline is. We literally just said earlier that it takes place in an entirely different universe. Yeah. Well, yeah. The timeline thing is kind of a problem. But I would sooner cast out Spy Kids 4 and Spy Kids 3 oh. before I would cast out this. Me either. Me either. Yeah, I would rather watch this than Spy Kids 3 or 4. But if we're looking at universe-wise, it's a different universe. It's not the same thing. So you're saying it's not canon. Um, it's not canon. You know, it really can't be, can it? <laughs> It can't be because it's it not up to me. The writers the only, decided it's not canon. Exactly, exactly. And but the only thing that is tying them to the original series is mentioning Floop. That's the yeah. only thing, and saying that he was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. That's not my issue with it so much as just like they didn't even try to make it have a logical place in the Spy Kids timeline. It's just an entirely new thing. And I'm okay with that. It is. It shouldn't be called Spy Kids. It should be called Mission Critical. Mission and Critical. Carmen and Junie's names should be uh, James and... Rhonda. Rhonda. And it should just be a different thing. Yep. You're probably right. James and Rhonda. <laughs> and Floop should be another villain named Poop. Poop. Yeah, but hey, go here's it. what I got to say to you, Spy Kids Mission Critical. That Ace Make bit... Good, good good joke. Good <laughs> I like that. Like like that bit. If 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 I'm willing to argue, if, mm-hmm. if they took out like glitch and Ace Mate, mm-hmm. I know you love him because he's a he's a dreamboat. But I don't love him. They, I just love that bit. You, well, you like him. Yeah, I kind of like him. <laughs> you like him. <laughs> I don't like him. Like him. I just like him. Yes, you do. Shut up. He's he's probably listening. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he is. He's probably listening on. to this right now. Hey, Ace Mate. No, stop, Clint. Stop. Hey, I'm serious. Ace Mate. Clint, stop. Uh, e- <laughs> Eli likes you. Stop. Clint, stop. I'm serious. I'm, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm cutting this out. No. Okay. But if, if they took out the Glitch and Ace Mate characters and replaced them with um, Gary and Gertie, oh, yeah. I think then it would probably become canon. Yeah, there's really no reason that they should not have. No, that's but it wouldn't be. Or at least closer. It still it doesn't closer. It still doesn't fit into the timeline though. Junie yeah, has right. to not be in the OSS, you know. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, th- it would at least become closer to the it timeline. Would, yeah, I guess we can so. agree on that. I guess so. I guess against the all consi- our differences, the consensus we're coming to is Spy Kids Mission Critical. With heavy hearts, we must announce to the public that it is not part of the Spy Kids canon. No canon. It is no not. It is not God breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, and training in righteousness. Wow! 
Thank you, Deadpool. <laughs> You're welcome. So, is it good for kids? Yes. Yeah, it's good for kids. I think it is good for kids. If I had children, which I might, mm-hmm. um, I don't even get me started on that. I but we don't have to talk about this. We don't have to talk about that now. Um, I'm late. But um, is it good for kids? And if I had kids, yes, I would. I would let them watch that. Okay. And I'd be cool with like on a Saturday morning or whatever, and they're like, uh, Clint, because they don't call me dad. Uh, Clint, can we watch <laughs> this? And I say yes. And we sit down and we watch it. I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, oh, that's it. Oh, <laughs> I thought there was something coming next. I was no, waiting no, no. to see we watch the rest it. of your life. Okay, yeah, that's great. Oh, 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 the rest of my life? Okay, and um, <laughs> then I get fired from my job oh, and no. I die. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's good for kids. I would let my kids watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I Do you think it's good for adults? Um, I mean... How I don't are think we it's viewing harmful, this? Like, but I, d- I don't harmful. think it's like it's not meant it's, for us. It's not geared towards adults. It would be fine for adults who wanted their children to shut up and watch something. I would gladly sit with children and watch this with them if I knew that they were enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. I would so not I guess, sit gladly with children and watch Spy Kids four. Oh no 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 no! So is it good for adults? I'd say yes for adults with children. Sure. Yeah. Does it stand the test of time? I think what, what I think the way you have to change that would do. Yeah, I think it probably will. Um, yeah, I I don't know if a kid who watches this when they're five years old is gonna still enjoy it when they're like eighteen though. <laughs> oh, probably. I don't think it'll have like the um the nostalgia factor of being like, hey, do y'all remember? You know, when it's two thousand thirty-five, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, do you remember Spy Kids Mission Critical? And they're like, yeah, I love that show. But I think if they went back and watched it, it would still be you know, enjoyable to them to be like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so the way I think it would be enjoyable or at least stand the test of time. So I think the way I'm going to sum up my feelings about this show is Spike It's Mission Critical is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It got a 3.5 out of 5. So it's right fine. down the middle. It's fine. It's fine. Um. A, a nice way to sort of wrap up our Spike It series because I am ready to be done with it, and I'm glad oh, that the last. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> I'm glad that the last Spike It's thing that I consumed was not Spike It's for all the time of the world. We are free from this curse at last. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever watch another Spike It's movie in your life? Oh uh, no! We no, might. I we don't might have want to, to when Spike It's Five comes out. What? I'm not saying that it hasn't been announced. Oh, or anything. oh okay, okay. I was, <laughs> I was about to. It could I was about to shrink and become a hermit. <laughs> get, get rid of society. All my ties to society. <laughs> it could happen. Um, yeah. So we're done with Spy Kids. Next, oh. not next week. In two weeks, we're going to be covering Max Keeble's big move. It won the Twitter poll. Sorry, uh, barely, Clint. not by a whole lot. Yeah, though. I thought I was it was surprised about how close it was. Robots, but it didn't. Because all the comments on it were like, I barely even remember Robots, but Robots got a good amount of votes. Robots is a fun movie. It was fun. From what I remember. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I remember liking it. Spike Kids? I can't. Oh, no. It's hard for me. about Spy Kids. (laughs) It's hard for... I almost said Spy Kids colon Max Keeble's big move. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Because it's hard for me to say the name of a movie that doesn't have Spy Kids in it. (laughs) Max Keeble's big move, uh, I adored as a child, and we don't have to get into that too much next week. But I'm really excited to rewatch it because it's been a too. while. Yeah, it's been 
I'd say at least 10 years since I've seen it. Oh, definitely more than that for me. Um, really? You think so? What am I, 24? I, I definitely... Know. What are you, 24? <laughs> uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, been a good bit. Um, so, yeah, I remember some good jokes. I'm wondering if I'm going to laugh at them this time around. I think I probably will. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I will. I When I told my fiance, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And when I told her that we were watching it, she she got really excited. Because all the other ones, when I told her, I was like, hey, let's watch Spike Kids 2 together. She's like, I'm doing this because I love you. But when I told her we we're going to do Max Keeble's big move, she was like, yes, let's watch it. Let's nice. go. Nice. Let's go, daddy. I'm so sorry. Um, so that's June 27th, uh, followed mm-hmm. by, and two weeks after that, on July 11th, we will yes. release our next, it's going to be a two-part series. Hold on, let me do a drum roll. Ready? Um, I have a drum roll on my sound machine. <laughs> I, I like yours better. Man. That's a good drum okay. roll. Keep doing that. Ready? Ready? Drum roll, please. It's The Incredibles. Hooray. Yay, The Incredibles. The Incredibles. So um, we're going to do The Incredibles on July 11th, and then the very next week we're going to briefly suspend our bi-weekly schedule Mm -hmm. and do an episode the very next week, which will be on The Incredibles 2, which will have been out for about a month, but that's okay. Yeah. So um, it'll give enough time for people to listen to it if they want to listen to it. Yeah, so you've got about a month to see The Incredibles 2 uh, before it comes out because I don't know if there will be big spoilers for Incredibles 2, but there might be, so um, yeah, we're going to talk about the plot points of the movie. So go ahead and see it before you listen to the episode. That's right. And then after that, we'll move back to doing episodes every two weeks. So I just got to say, the reviews for Incredibles 2 so far, very oh, good. They good, very good so reviews. far. I'm so excited. Very good so far. So yeah. that makes me really happy, which, uh, touching on reviews a little bit, sorry to backtrack a little bit. Uh-oh. I know we usually do a bit that I created that I really like called Hot Takes from online. Um, mm. But we had to suspend that for Spy Kids Mission Critical because it's so new. There were no hot takes online for it. So no hot I hate takes that we couldn't. Week. I hate that we couldn't do my bit, but, you know, maybe next week. The only hot takes you'll be getting will be coming from our mouths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you a thumb thumb now? <laughs> you can't talk. Uh, follow us on social media. We are at purely nostalgia on Twitter. I am at mm-hmm. Elisha P. Smith, and I'm at Clint J. H. Page. Um, we also have a Facebook group for discussion. It's called Purely Nostalgia. Post your thoughts. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us what you thought yeah. about Spy Kids Mission Critical. Tell us spoilers for the rest of the season because we're not going to watch it. Nope. Or do and that th- on Twitter, hey, th- whatever you want. Thanks, Joel, for being a dedicated follower. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks, Joel. Good. Hey, Joel. Follow his up? lead. Take his. Follow his lead. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes too. Like, apparently that helps. <laughs> Podcasters say that. So, like, yeah. let's let's get some reviews on there. Even yeah, if you thanks, hate it, maybe just thanks, pretend Dan you don't. from um, the Punnery for leaving us a good review. Oh, thanks, Dan. I didn't yeah. know that. I hadn't checked recently. Hey, yeah. yeah, your episode of the punnery was really fun, by the way. Thanks. It's not my forte of comedy, but, you know, I had a fun time doing it. You did a good job. Good boy. Thank you. I was very dirty on it, so if you want to hear me be dirty... <laughs> He's a dirty uh, boy. Listen to that. I was a dirty boy. We don't let him be a dirty boy on this show, because it's about nope. kid stuff. Uh, <laughs> Letterboxd, I am at Elisha P. Smith on there. Or, no, uh, at, is it at? I guess it's not at. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, just your Elisha, Elisha P. Smith. Smith. Anyway, what and, are you? And I'm uh, Terry Nutbutter123. 
Yeah, no, no new entries this week because um, it's a TV show. It's just for movies. But um, yeah, anything else you want to add? Um, I don't have anything, but I just got to say I'm super pumped about get. Here's the thing: we're gonna record the Incredibles in a couple weeks, and then next week I get to meet the Incredibles. So I'm super pumped about that. Oh man, you get to meet, I get them, to meet them in them. the castle where they live. I get to meet them in the castle where they live. The Incredible Castle. The Incredible Castle. Are Are you gonna play that new Lego Incredibles game? Is it, it yes? <laughs> I haven't played a video game in a while. <laughs> I haven't played a video game in so long. I it remember would... in high school theater class when we had to give like speeches about a topic. You did one about gamer guys. About Did how I? dumb they were. Yes. Oh, I was such a turd. <laughs> it was funny. It was so funny. I bet funny. it was, but like, I, why would, I mean, I still kind of like, oh, why would I do a speech on that? I'm sorry for anyone who knew me back then. <laughs> I, you remember what mine was on? Uh, no. Mine was the impracticality of Cinderella's glass slippers. Mm, and uh, I demonstrated how um, dangerous they would be because I put some ham in a glass cup and then dropped a brick on it <laughs> and showed like how how it would cut it up wow that was like that would work really well as a youth pastor like my <laughs> demonstration like this Christian deadpool could take some tips from you <laughs> this this ham is you <laughs> and this glass cup is your legalism and this um brick is reality watch how easily it shatters <laughs> that's pretty good actually yeah, that is good. Kind of speaks to me. <laughs> I just remember one of our friends in that class did a uh, a speech on why Chewbacca and Han Solo, Han Solo were not good friends, and one of his points was that they couldn't text each other because Chewbacca didn't have fingers, <laughs> <laughs> or he had like claws Wait, or whatever. Who, who was this? Bleep his name out. It was. Oh yes, I remember. It was now. very funny. Yeah, I remember. I remember that now. <laughs> um. Anyway, ran so, into him fairly recently. He's doing good. He's doing well. He's doing well. All right. He's doing well. All right. Well, uh, for the last time with Spy Kids, at least, uh, Skinath for listening. Sin, sin. Sin no more. Sin no more. Bow, 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 bow. Christian yeah. Deadpool, everyone. I want to get saved, Deadpool. Well, here's how you get saved. You got to die first. S- slit's throat. <laughs> <laughs> he slits his own throat, not the kid's throat. <laughs> <laughs> and then his head's laying on the ground. He's like cracking some jokes. Yeah. About how we got to beat the Methodist to the buffet. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta clap loud. Did your church ever say you have to clap loud enough so the Methodist down the road can hear you? Uh, yes. That okay. was a pretty common Baptist joke, I think. So you also had a Methodist church right down the road from you? <laughs> yes, we did. It was Hickson United Methodist Church. We were we, we had Baptist Brainerd church. United Methodist. Mm, nice.